comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me, as always, he is the reigning and undefeated defending and nope, he's the co-host of the year. That went sideways in a hurry. Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. I apologize. It's quite all right. I, it's, you know, it's a, still a good introduction. I appreciate it. Are you um, sure? Are you, uh, yes. We're gonna have to work on your, your. Uh, I don't know. You need to. You need to raise your standards if that's what you consider a good introduction. Oh, I have very, very low standards. Perfect. Well, that's probably why we get along so well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. So, how are you, sir? How was your week? Doing good. Week's good. Uh, still not teaching yet. Still working from home, but I start teaching uh, again. I'll start being in the classrooms again in late September. So then my days will be really busy. I'll be gone almost all the day. Well, all the working day, I should say. But all yeah, the so live long just, day? Just getting prepared. prepared for all the live long day. Yes, indeed. Just getting prepared for that. And seeing what else they throw at me. I'd That's like it. to say that some of us already work all day, but I I did a half day today. And that right, and, right, and calling exactly. it a half day is pretty generous. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, I, I understand. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, you know, got to uh uh had some time with my oldest cuz he mm-hmm. didn't have school today and then I dropped him off at uh uh my wife's employment and he's hanging out with her a little bit while she's working. We make that work because it allows me to be here with you now. Right. Yeah, there you go. So nice. sacrifices must be made. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mike, have you been to any shops or stores in the last week? Any places notable that you want to talk about? Well, uh, if you're talking about Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, I did go there, but we talked about that last week. Okay, then um, guess what? But guess hold what? on, hold on. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, sorry. But I was going to say, when I went there, I obviously picked up comic books, and I'll tell you which ones I've already finished. Oh, okay. I've, I've read a, a couple of them already. So, first one I finished, uh, Justice League Dark, The Great Wickedness. Mm-hmm. It, uh, obviously very good, because it's a Justice League Dark one. And, is that oh, still, and also, is that still Jeff threw, Lemire? No, uh, that is, I was actually going to mention that that is Ram V or Ram V, um, who is I when we talk, we talked about kind of upcoming artists and writers, he might be an upcoming one because I if I read the bio correctly, he uh, st- like his first published book was in 2016. So I, I, I say that's pretty new, you know. Uh, but I, so so, and I was really interested. So that might be one where I, if I see him, I might pick it up. You know uh, his writing. And speaking of that, the uh, the the 
other Justice League Dark Volume Four, Across the Trick of Magic, that I now because of you I have I can pick up at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, in my pull folder. That is, I believe, written by Ram V and James Tinian, who's another one of uh, the writers I really like. So, really? and I, I, I didn't pick that because of it. Yeah, I, I, it just happened. Like I was looking for more Justice League Dark uh, books, and I saw that. Well, I saw that one, and then it just so happened to be that same writer. So, yeah, really good, really good story, um, of course. Then in the next one I read was, and this I didn't think I'd finish this one as quickly as, as I did, because you can see it's kind of a, a thicker book. But it was uh, The Flash's, it was just, it's The Flash by Jeff Johns, book one. Mm-hmm. And it is The Flash numbers 164 through 176. But I will say... Uh, this is a, like a really good jumping off point for the Flash. Like, so if you if you're thinking like ah, I'm kind of interested in what the Flash is all about, uh, I'd say pick up this one. Like, I, I honestly, next time I go to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, I plan on picking up another Flash. It's for like, sure. who is this Flash? That's the that's the <laughs> tricky thing. Flash is like Green Lantern, and that there have been a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, and and for this one, it uh, it focuses on Wally West. And there's a lot of Wally West, a little bit of Jay. What's his name? Garrison. Garrick. Garrick. Jeez. Garrick. That's that's right. Yeah, I know. Uh, and very briefly, you see Barry Allen. Very briefly. Barry Allen was one I think that for a long time was considered one of those dead characters you couldn't bring back. Probably, yeah. Well. They brought him back eventually, though. I think I think the only one they still haven't brought back, and I may be wrong on this, is Uncle Ben. The, uh, I, I, the comics wise, probably true, but I mean, who knows? They're they're. Uh, I I know at least in the movies, like, and I think I've told you this before. There was the deleted scene with uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man where they brought him back. Really. Yeah, we talked about this uh, several podcasts ago. Um, we talked about it on the show. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and I don't know if I ever uh, sent you a link for it or something. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But yeah, there was a, a deleted scene, I believe, after the either the first um, Amazing Spider-Man or the second one. I honestly can't remember. But you probably after the first one, you see uh, Peter in a graveyard, uh, you know, and uh, looking at his his dad's tombstone or his, sorry, his uncle's tombstone. And then yeah, I think, it, wait, was this? Yeah, actually, what? Maybe it was his dad. Now that I'm thinking about it, that came it back. But somebody came back. It was his dad. Okay. Yes, it was his dad. Yes. Okay. So never mind. But still, okay. Yeah. So 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 still, okay. Uncle your uh, uncle Ben still has never come back. Um, Hence, but my it's, okay. So, so that yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it's also weird to bring his dad back, but whatever. Uh, and then the one I'm working on right now is uh, Saga Volume Five. You are I'll burning through Saga, aren't you? Uh, yes, because it's really good, and, and there's a lot to get through too. Right? Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah. yeah. Well, I made a trip to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, earlier today. And picked up a couple of books I'd like to uh, share with you. Absolutely. Issue four of six of Jurassic League. Nice. And it has a uh, uh, 
Green Lantern Parasaurolophus dinosaur, giving a uh, German suplex to what I believe is a um, maybe a, a gigantosaur or at the very least a Tyrannosaurus Rex atrocitus. Yes. You can see here, I, I believe that I have properly um, called that. Anyway, this is it's a fun book. It's a fun, you know, Elseworlds type of story. I also picked up issue eight of ten of Batman the Night. Okay. The final test begins. And uh that should be interesting. There's a large uh I say I say hulking, but obviously this is DC, so don't you know folks don't yell at me there's a, a large figure behind the bruce wayne that we see um he has a hood and a big smile i immediately thought of dwayne johnson as black adam <laughs> okay yeah yeah <laughs> um so i've got that and i was informed that issue 10 of berserker uh will be out sometime in september after issue 9 came out in june so okay. they are they are under a uh published schedule of whenever the heck they want. And most excitedly, my good friend, Michael, I picked up issue number four, and I know you're jealous of Grimm. I I am jealous because I have issue three right here, but I can't read it because I don't have issue two. <laughs> I mean, I technically could read it, but why? Um, Yeah, I'll get you issue two next time I'm in town. Yeah. I think I'm just going to be in town. Maybe in your town this week or the next week. So I'll get you number two. Sweet. So, um, and, and meanwhile, I had this book sitting out in a place where it could be seen. And this is, uh, Batman last night on earth book three. And it has one Batman fighting another Batman with the severed head of dark side, uh, in the background for all of you folks who are uh, just listening to this and wondering what in the hell I'm talking about. And my boy says, I really like that Batman book, Dad. I was like, well, that's a DC Black Label, son, so maybe when you're older, you can read it. Nah, I, not I think plenty six, old enough now. Six, well, first, he can't read. So <laughs> we're, well, let's, work on, let's work on the can and the tan and the uh, man and the hat and the cat and the top and the knot. And, you know, let's work on the basics, and then we'll get into uh, more complex uh comic book that's what you get the batman stories that's right you get the basics down and then boom uh dark knight returns that's right oh god (laughs) (laughs) it would take him 18 years to finish that book at his current reading level so hopefully his reading level improves it it probably took me about that long too so (laughs) did you finish it then no actually i didn't (laughs) well quit saying things like I got like three fourths of the way through and I'm like, like, it's a good story. Don't get me wrong. And I, I can see why it's like a kind of one considered a cl- an all time classic. But I'm like, it's like if I wanted to read this much, I would just pick up an actual book. <laughs> like That's what it's like. So me- it's like, uh, whatever, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it to the side. And then, and then I blew through three other books. If it was we didn't have this topic planned, but I'm very curious if it was, if the main character was anybody, but Batman, like if it would have been, uh, Captain America returns or, you know, anything that's not 
one of the most iconic characters in in the pantheon of of comic books and superheroes. Do you think it would have that? Do you think it would carry that? Now, obviously, you have to make some adjustments. Like it can't be Batman v Joker. It had to be like Captain America, Red Skull, or you know something. Right. There would have to be alterate uh, alterations made to the story. But do you think if it was anybody but Batman that it would uh, carry the weight that it does? It depends who it is, but yeah, even if uh, I would say it depends on the writer also. Well, you know, still Frank Miller. If, if right, if it's still Frank Miller, then then yes, I I think it would, because um, he is he is he's a fairly good writer, I would say. You know, um, it's unless it was like a such an obscure character. I don't know, like not that he's really obscure anymore, but like. Rocket Raccoon or something like that. I don't know how popular it would be then, but yeah, if you had it as Batman, oh, obviously as Batman, or if you had it as you know Superman or um, yeah, Gambit, like Captain America, or I Gambit even, you know, I I could, I I don't know if it would be as big, but it would still might be pretty good. I just wonder now. We got talking about this briefly when I was in Twilight Comics. Swansea, Illinois. Um, and I can't even remember how it exactly came up, but I think we were talking about like secondary or tertiary characters. And I said, you know, I've been contending for a long time. I think we were talking about something that like deserves a show, their own show mm-hmm. or something. I said, I've been saying, you know, I, I'm the one man uh, band beating the drum for Dead Man because. Oh. Yeah. De- Dead Man, you could quantum leap him into any, you could, the, the DC. Uh, archives would be open. You could bring in anybody, uh, and that would be that'd be a gold mine. But yes, DC I, doesn't I call would, me. I would love, yeah. <laughs> I would love to have um, a Dead Man like series because it would also be kind of a way to get the Justice League Dark in, which I've been wanting a Justice League Dark uh, live action since well since I started reading the comics there. But there was supposed to be one. There was supposed to be uh, Gil- Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do one, which I don't know what happened to that. But that would have been good. But yeah, Dead Man would be amazing. Um, I could. Who, who do you think would play Dead Man? Talk for me a minute while I, I look something up. I would. This is my thing. I would think, and this is only because I've we've seen him without hair before, and we you know we can be. Is fine without hair, and he's uh, Dead Man's sort of a little bit of a comic, like comedian type of character. Not necessarily just all funny. You know, he has to have a range, but he does joke around sometimes. So, of course, I would I would throw Michael Rosenbaum in there. Now he might be a little bit too old, but he I mean he's f- close to fifty, but he doesn't look it. So maybe just beef him up a little bit, or really just beef up the suit. So mm. I'm looking to I'll find say, yeah, Dead Man. I say I'm I'm looking to find because I've not the the character fascinates me, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I mean this is a character that's been around. I want you to think about this for 55 years. Yeah, since this uh, since October of 1967. Um, I'm just I'm trying to find if there's a, any indication anywhere of like where his you know, like his name's Boston Brand, but he's not from Boston. Right. You know. Um, right. And so, I don't. I don't dislike the Michael Rosenbaum 
selection. Just an idea. Yeah, I think you got to go. I think you got to go somebody younger. Um, somebody who's somebody's maybe twenty five ish. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, ask me that question again at the end. I want to okay. do a little bit while, while we're talking and whatnot. I want to do a little bit more research. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, in fact, when I first started getting in, into Justice League Dark, um, I wanted to read different spinoffs and what they have. So uh, I looked around for some Dead Man, you know, comics that are not too old. I don't want to read one from the '60s, really. But I don't know if they. To be honest with you, I don't know if they have if they have much. But so if they do, I'll eventually find it. Uh, so that was your little comic book uh hall you had yes sir all right do you want to hear about the elite eight of our 80s movie tournament now now I'm very excited official. okay so i will tell you the winners that we have for the last four matchups uh we had uh back to the future beat Return of the Jedi by one vote. I we had I'm very surprised by that. Honestly, yeah. uh, it, it was it was. T- I'm actually I'm with with our our fans. I'm I'm not really surprised. I'm not surprised that was that close. It, it either way. Um, vacation pretty soundly beat Predator. Uh, I saw that too. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off beat Stan. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off beat Stand By Me by, I believe, one vote. And then Batman pretty well soundly beat um, Roadhouse. So our Elite Eight total tournament is Empire Strikes Back, Die Hard. Those two are going to go against each other. Then we have Ferris uh, Bueller's Day Off versus Batman. Then we have Princess Bride versus Goonies. And then we have Back to the Future versus Vacation. So if Josh thought the matchups were tough before, just wait. <laughs> it's getting really tough. Um, I I think it might be Monday when I put out. I'm gonna just put out two matches. That's a good instead idea. Instead of the four, you know, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and then wait a couple of days and then do two more, and then tournament's getting 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 close to be done. Surprisingly, starting with sixty four of them. And then even as I look back at back at them, I'm like, man, I, there's there's a couple more like I'm like, I can't believe this one didn't make it in the tournament. And I, and I was the one putting him in the tournament, you know, uh, nobody I'm to curious, blame though, speaking. Right. Right. Well, I, I, there's just so, so many movies like you, you can you can look at all those and be like, that's 64 movies. That's a lot to start with. But then I'm like, no, oh, there was no look who's talking. There was no short circuit. There was no. uh you know, a handful, a handful of them. I, I know on, on the uh, Power Half Hour, you guys were talking about say anything. There was no no say anything in there, and I was like, okay. Or, uh, uh, and, but I'm and, I'm curious. Good. I would say, or uh, um, can't can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. Yeah, yeah. They're just like when you do a whole decade, it's a lot. I think that, if I would yeah. ever do. Uh, if I would ever do a '90s movie tournament, and not saying that I'm, I'm going to, uh, because I, we we have a, a Christmas tournament to do as well, 
But if I was ever going to do one, I think the way I would set up the brackets differently, where it would be a like, and I, I don't know, I'll just off the top of my like a comedy bracket, and then like action bracket, sci-fi bracket, and yeah. I don't know horror or something, whatever else. But but have like eight movies. What? Yeah, yeah, eight movies each. And even then, you're still gonna you're you're um still not having a lot in there. I mean, you're having a lot. That's I'm gonna do sixteen each. Right. I don't know what I would do to be honest with you. It'd be tough, dude. But you're still gonna uh, miss out on some. It'll be tough, but that's okay. I don't. I don't mind it. I. 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 Hopefully. Hopefully, people are engaged in it. I know on average we get like eight comments, five to eight comments, which is pretty good. You know, for us at least. Uh, I'm curious about, and I know we're not starting it until probably October, November, the Christmas tournament. Just off the top of your head, how many uh, movies do you think you would put in there? Sixty-four. Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can I can pull up the folder from the last time I did this. I bet there you there's. Is, I mean, okay. I I thought you were gonna say like sixteen. I like I oh I move it. Right. Okay, so part. so it it appears it appears mm-hmm. that because I have all of the all the matchups right, uh, right still from from when I did this five years ago, and yeah, I had thirty two. Yeah. It was thirty two at the time. Okay, I, I get I get I could see thirty two. I would say when you say. 64 i was like i don't think there's there okay there's 64 christmas movies for sure but about 30 of them are lifetime or hallmark ones <laughs> or more honestly i don't know i i did not include all the all the notable ones my man yeah. so i'm just saying yeah 30 because i i was like i just i sat down and i was just writing down christmas movies just off the top of my head that i that i remembered and i think i got like close to 16 and that's just off the top of my head so I have an answer for you, Boston mm-hmm. Boston brand. Okay, uh, and and I'm going to. He can do it because uh, of all of his attributes and and qualities. Um, however, he's older than the 20s I anticipated when okay, I was no putting this together, uh, and I'm trying to verify his age. Uh, his very age very okay. So he's mm, he's a year older than me. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, okay. Interesting. Come on. Tell yeah, me, but, yeah, of course. Tell me that yeah. dazzling, charming son of a bee couldn't be Boston brand. No, I don't. Absolutely. He could. Yeah. Okay. It's settled in Hollywood. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Where, I, where are we, where are we going next? Well, um, let's go to you talking about what something you watched called House. El Del Dragon. House de El Dragon? Sure. I mean, you got your Espanol a little mixed up there, sir. Mm-hmm. I did. My I Espanol watched... is El Perfecto. <laughs> El, El Perfecto. Uh, I did. I watched, and I didn't watch it Sunday night. I watched it probably Monday or Tuesday, but I did watch the first episode of Game of Thrones House of the Dragon. And it was good it was bloody it was booby um it's not a you know it really descriptive word but they were in that in the movie or show i mean uh and you get the sense right away that it's just going to get a lot bloodier 
Well, you had me at boobies. <laughs> uh, episode one is available. Uh, Matt Smith, uh, I forgot that he was in the movie until, or, okay. dumb, 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 dumb. I forgot he was in the show until I saw him. I'm like, oh, Matt Smith would make a really good vampire. And then I said, wait a minute. He was just uh, not a good vampire, but he was a vampire in Morbius. Yeah, but, but he, he would make a good vampire. Yeah, he he had. The, so forgive me, Game of Thrones diehards. I don't know the lore, but I know that Targaryens typically have uh, finer, fairer colored hair, typically blondish, whitish. Uh, certainly Daenerys Targaryen was was. Of of that particular color hair, so so he is a Targaryen as well. Uh, Damon is his name. He's the brother of the king. It's a whole show about you know succession and 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 the uh, Iron Throne and who's going to sit on the Iron Throne. And it's never been a woman before in the history of the Iron Throne. So after much deliberation, the king spoilers names his daughter as a, his heir. And and the fallout from that, but yeah, you get the feeling. Matt Smith, apparently, you know, formerly of a of, of Doctor Who fame, uh, he's a, a very tall and and lanky fellow. So when he has the long whitish hair and a bit of a, a like an evil look in his eyes, you're like, oh damn, vampire all day long. He reminded me at times of, uh, and and I'm uh, I can never. Guarantee that I'm going to pronounce it right. Uh, Bill Nighy from okay. Underworld. Right, right, right. You know, like that kind of, I mean, he reminded me of that type of vampire. So, um, yeah, I think that Matt Smith, I think he's got a future in Hollywood uh, as long as he keeps his uh, chin up and his nose clean. So, uh, well. but I enjoyed the show at the end of the day. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for uh, episode two. And it's coming out weekly, I'm, I'm assuming. Sunday nights. So it's actually uh, technically it's an HBO show. So yeah, it has that weekly mm-hmm. weekly release. Uh, so if you want me to, I'll tell you when the season's over and you can just binge it. <laughs> no, actually, I might I might check out the, the the first episode maybe tonight or this weekend sometime. I figure since I never watched uh, Game of Thrones and I, I I and I if I watch it now, it's like. Uh, I'm I'm past the time when everyone's talking about it. Like, what if I watch it and I really like it? And I've, there's no one I can talk to about it. You can talk you to know? me, man. You can talk uh, to the people. <laughs> uh, but I think I, so. Now I, I I think I have to get on this bandwagon. I'm I'm gonna have to watch House of Dragon unless I watch the first episode and I'm like, eh, it's whatever, you know. But I, I have a feeling I, I have a feeling I'll like it. There are definitely dragons. Well, there better be. There better be a whole house full of them. First they, episode, the uh, and you had asked because I mentioned to you that I watched the the show, and you asked, do you have to watch? Have watched Game of Thrones mm-hmm. to that? Not necessarily. I mean, it, there's a little uh, there like not dialogue, but it's it's text on the screen that says, you know, this uh, story takes place a hundred and some odd years before uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, so okay. before before the story that we have seen uh, this takes place almost two centuries before. And I will say this. I know that we actual living, breathing humans on earth for a while went through a, a dark age period 
where maybe uh, technological advancement was a little slow. True. But, but from what you read uh, it, in regards to this Westeros and this Game of Thrones world, they must have no desire whatsoever to get smarter. Like, there's no, like, they're all still waving around swords and bows and arrows and things like this. Like, eventually somebody's going to find gunpowder, you know? Right. It can't all be witchcraft and wizardry and dragons, my man. It'd be interesting if they just had it set up and they didn't mention it, but like in this show, th- there was huge technical technological advancements. Like they were using not even just guns, but they were using like sci-fi stuff, Ooh. and they just didn't they just didn't mention it. They were they weren't like, wait, what happens like two hundred years in the future? You were back to using swords. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> we wanted to put laser guns in here. We needed. Needed needed lasers. So, I mean, I feel like uh, doing so would give it some of that Disney Pixar onward, where it's it's a mystical, magical land, and then somebody, you know, talked to somebody else on a telephone, and and now there's no magic, and it's all technology. So, I don't know. I feel like, come on, we as humans, we're we're not, we're always striving for for more and for better, right or wrong. You know, Um, there have certainly been with technology have come evils as well as goods so um true yeah, just i expect more from the people of westeros quit being so damn lazy i know gosh I, i'm assuming since it's uh hbo max it's uh what hour long 45 minutes give or take yeah, yeah. That's not That's not which is surprising because uh she hulk which uh uh we'll we'll talk about here is not long at all it goes well, by oh, quick as a hiccup that's exactly what I was going to mention when when we talked about it is that I it was like it's over already like mm-hmm. I I was literally shocked like I th- I thought oh we have another like 10 15 minutes left no it's quick it's it's like a a 30 minute show like block and then there's seven and a half minutes of credits and because mm-hmm. I was like oh fool me once she hulk shame on you fool me twice shame on me as I fast forward through the uh, original credits because I don't know why. Do you think there's any reason to have a mid credit scene in, in a show like this? I don't it's think Marvel. there is. I mean, it's I know Marvel. it's Marvel, but it's not a movie. It's that's, Still, that's what that's what Marvel does. Well, they, just... they need to stop. They could have put that scene anywhere else in the show. Don't make me yeah, work I'm... extra hard to see cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers uh, uh, trying to put a TV up in his room or something, man. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, if they're going to do end credit scenes, which yes, of course they're going to do, I would rather have them do it in the TV show where, yes, I can fast forward through <laughs> it rather than the movie. The movie theater, you can't be like, hey, projectionist, keep going a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's a good point. You know? Mike, you uh, win okay, that round. Okay. Uh, well, okay, let's, let's talk about She-Hulk then. Uh, obviously, we... Just said, you know, that it, I, I like I said, it went by way too fast for me. And I don't know if that's because I was really into the story or into the episode, really enjoying it, or partially because, yes, like you said, it's really, it's only like 17, 20, maybe 23, maybe 23 minutes. And, and yeah. I think even going back to, you know, a year, year and a half ago, we were conditioned to 45, 50, 60 minute episodes. Which. Which ones had 45 minutes episodes? I think they've all had. 
uh, 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 Captain America and and uh, and uh, Winter, Falcon, Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier. Yeah, or no, actually, technically, yes, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Now, see, did I they, said that on they, purpose, or maybe yeah, it's just all have, of our other streaming shows. Like the boys are are closer to an hour. Right, maybe, yes, maybe it's maybe it's not so much Marvel, but maybe it's we expect more from a streaming service because we're mm-hmm. paying you know premium dollar for so don't yeah don't short us marvel this is this this nine episode you know series could be done in a four-hour movie come on you're killing (laughs) us no i i think you're right the the boys were 45 minutes i didn't even think like maybe invincible was 45 minutes Um, like reacher was a good hour reacher yeah uh, do the Disney Plus ones, um, the Marvel ones, have all been around twenty three minutes? Only because I, I remember the the fir- obviously the first one was um, WandaVision, and I was into that. And then all of a sudden, like I remember, like kind of tapping on my phone to see how much time was left, and it's like, oh, there's eight minutes left. I'm like, okay, cool. And then a minute later, starts credits. I'm like, oh, that yeah. can't be right. And sure enough, I scroll through seven minutes of credits. It's crazy. And then you got to stick around for the end credit scene. Yes. Um, and then we talked about this before the podcast. Uh, both of us recognized uh, She-Hulk's dad. That's what I said, Cousin Larry. Yeah, Cousin Larry. Yeah. And we recognize She-Hulk's cousin. <laughs> yes, She-Hulk's cousin. He has been in a couple Marvel movies, as, as you pointed out. And there was a good little line there about... Uh, uh, you know, oh, but when you and Blonsky, you know, fought and, you know, abomination and whatnot, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I was a completely different person back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I feel bad for Edward Norton because he really did a good job in that role. You know? Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know why they didn't just uh, stick with him. Uh, because from what I've heard, he wanted more control than they, than they were willing to give him. Any, or more uh, creative control than they were willing to give them. So, where are you at on on that? Do you feel like as an actor, you're like you're doing a job, how, and you're doing a job that's it's not as much open to interpretation. You know, like there are certain expectations for a comic book superhero movie type of thing. It's not uh, whatever independent movie where you're like, well, I don't know if my character will say that. It's the Hulk. Hulk is going to say smash. You know. <laughs> Like where are you? Do, right. do, are 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 actors getting a little too spoiled and a little too self righteous? Like, I'd really like a little bit more control about where I think my character would go. I don't think he'd say smash. I think he'd say smash. Good question. Um, gosh, it 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 almost kind of depends on on a bunch of different factors, really. Um, because like you mentioned like okay, you know, Hulk. Um, Hulk said Hulk Hogan. Uh, the the Hulk is you, you know, want a creative control too. I do. Yes, he did. I, I heard creative control. I think of Hulk Hogan. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Is is the Hulk going to say smash or smash? You know, but I think for a lot of a lot of actors, there's more to it. There's more of what if the director or the writer wants. You know, I'm just off the top of my head. What's what if they wanted to do more uh, for, you know, Iron Man, a more uh, demon in the bottle type of storyline, which they only touched on briefly, but that was a, a big thing in the comic books. Robert Downey Jr. might go, you know what? That that doesn't really play with, you know, the brand I have. So I'm not going to do that. 
but I think they they still need to all kind of work together and you know. I, I don't I don't know what Ed, Ed Norton's and, and maybe it wasn't creative control maybe it was something else I just that's just kind of the rumor I heard um, maybe maybe I don't know you know maybe maybe he wanted to I'm the only one that writes uh, for Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan Jesus Hulk's dialogue <laughs> it's me and Hulk Hogan the Hulk and the Hulk the Hulk and Hulk Hogan uh for for his for his dialogue and wanted nobody else to do it or something who knows i i don't know i it doesn't matter i like mark ruffalo he's he's our hulk now i I wish he was back as you know hulk and not smart hulk but you know but still i mean i'm curious about if if you have an idea as what they're doing with hulk not hulk hogan but with hulk as far as being in the spaceship. Or maybe just going on a cruise. Maybe I wonder if he'll that. pop up in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Say that, or I'm wondering whether they're new with Secret Wars still. You could, you could, but you you think we may not see him again until Secret Wars? Might not, might not. Well, I think we'll see him again in in, in She Hulk, to be honest with you. But it'll be well after his recon mission. He manages to put in the correct coordinates, to get back to Earth, maybe or something. Or I, I think we'll at least, at the very least, we'll hear from him again. Here's an odd space question for you: mm-hmm. Do you believe that there's life out there? Absolutely. I I think it would be. Um, Oh, the right word. Uh, to think that we are the only ones in an infinite amount of space mm. is not crazy. Infinite. Not infinite. No, it's it's infinite. Mm, not infinite. Well, okay. How 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 big is it then? Uh, I gotta get the exact measurement here. And and it's ever, it's well it's ever growing like it's it, the even if you say oh it's two hundred trillion miles that's that our, our brains can't wrap you know our, our brains can't really understand that to say something that, yeah go ahead there are a finite number of of uh, space sectors that number is thirty six hundred how big is a space sector. A space they all originate from the planet Oa. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> uh, they, but no, there yeah, there is yeah. a wall there. They, in one of the Green Lantern New Fifty Two stories, there is a, a source wall where space ends. I'm just saying. I'm I'm going to look up how big is space. <laughs> I want to as well. I want to make sure you're not lying to me. How big actually? How big? Space out. Okay, so they've just. Uh, Did you get the observable universe? Uh no, I I have. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, they found that the universe is at least two hundred fifteen times larger than the observable observable universe, or at least seven trillion light years across. Do you realize how big that is? I un- don't. A no, because that's really a, a difficult that's- to fathom number. But two, I don't know how 3,600 lanterns could even patrol that much space. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yes, I, I absolutely. 
I absolutely believe there is life out there. Well, okay. Uh, so, which brings me to my 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 true question. I, we got off on okay, a okay. In, in regards to Hulk, and you know how they you know, put in coordinates and space vectors and things like that right, to right. get him back to Earth, but yeah, there's some intelligence out there, some other civilization, and they have probably a completely different space mapping uh, program or. Okay. You know, th- their coordinates for Earth may not be necessarily our coordinates for Earth. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So how, if he landed on some uh, uh, inhabited planet, how would he, you know, if they go tinkering, what, what's who, what's to say we ever saw Mark Ruffalo again? Okay. Okay. So I, I can I can answer that. So. Like, shut up and stop taking this too damn seriously. No, no. So that would be like if. I went over to France, right? Oui. In France, they have a different language. They have a different numbering system. But I believe I would still be able to get back over here. Now, of course, that's not light years away, but you're 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 assuming that when they go to this planet where you like you say their 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 corners are going to be different. Really, that's just mathematical. I'm sure they figured out some kind of way to translate whatever it is, whatever language or whatever math it is. And the math are, I don't say the math are going to be similar all, all throughout the, the galaxy. Do you remember Independence Day? Yes. Do you remember the the light panel helicopters that they sent up to uh, communicate mm-hmm. with the yeah. extraterrestrials? Yeah. It didn't work out so well for good old uh, no. American men, military men and women. Do you also remember an Independence Day where they were able to uh, get into the aliens' supposedly advanced technology via, I believe, just a MacBook? I don't know. Do they have MacBooks in the nineties? Yeah, it was something like that. It was it was just a computer that, which that that actually is was more absurd than anything else. <laughs> that you could just like like you take you take a computer from probably like 10 15 years ago and tr- and try to you know or let's take a device from 10 15 years ago try to hook it up into your computer now it probably won't work hell some people's iPhones you know barely work uh, you know if, if they're going next generation <laughs> but so actually I think there was a deleted scene where they were like oh we reconfigured this or something like that they yeah just some little bit of BS exposition. Yeah, yeah. We reversed the polarity of it, which was always my favorite line in every uh, cartoon. All right. Well, let's uh, thank you for indulging me in my silly space conversation. Uh, anything, any other more thoughts on She Hulk? She Hulk? No. But, you know, speaking of space, speaking of science, let me know what you think about the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah. I so I, I said, hey, throw this on because I'll forget, and I I did because I was like, space and science. Where the hell is he going with this? I just I I used to watch Big Bang Theory not live on whatever mm-hmm. night it was, but in syndication largely. And at, at one time, I had a couple of the seasons on DVD, and I stopped watching. Never saw the last couple seasons, but it's on HBO Max. And so earlier this week, or maybe over the weekend, I just started watching it, and, and it's funny. Uh, it's almost like I am watching actual TV because I watch 
you know, if, it, if it's eight eight thirty night, something like that, and I'm the only one uh, downstairs and and awake and upright, then I'll watch two episodes of Big Bang Theory on HBO Max, and I'll flip over to Hulu and watch two episodes of um, How I Met Your Mother. So I was like, I'm getting my sitcom block. <laughs> but yes, it's just, yes, indeed. It, I, I as I'm watching this, it, it's and I get that Big Bang Theory is not for everybody, you know, and mm-hmm. and it's not. This is not a new conversation to be having any stretch of the imagination, but as I'm rewatching it and a lot of these episodes, this will come as no surprise to you. I don't necessarily remember all aspects of, of all of these shows. Um, So as I'm rewatching, I'm just laughing my ass off. And so I would tell anybody, if you want to go laugh, if you want, uh, you know, a, a good way to get away, because I do thoroughly enjoy the office and will still watch the office occasionally. But I think, I, I've need need to add a new element in for my for my laughter and fun. So you know, I watched all of Scrubs and that was great. And then I I did a little bit of How I Met Your Mother and then I've uh, blended that with some Big Bang Theory and it's just it's just good fun. You know, it's it's a uh, it it's and I'm living proof of this. If you're a nerd, you can get the hot chick. Like I'm. It, that's my life. I don't know how. Please, nobody tell my wife. And I promise she's not blind. She's not slow. She's very smart. She's, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not taking advantage of her and I'm not paying her. And trust me, she probably wishes that I brought home more money. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's possible. Keep your head up out there, uh, nerdy people. You can also outkick your coverage. That's a sports metaphor. I apologize if it goes over your heads. It's quite all right. Um, yeah, you know what? I I kind of was similar to you in the sense that I I watched it back in the day. I have I had I don't know how many seasons I have uh, on DVD, but yeah, I also I didn't watch the last couple seasons. I and I I can't remember um, exactly when I stopped watching it, but I did. I might, that might be one where I'm like, okay, I, maybe I'll binge this or maybe I'll just start wa- rewatching it again right. or something. I know there's a lot of seasons though. And it, and it's, um, a, I'll say a network show. So you're, you're looking at 20 plus episodes per season. And it goes I don't quick. Know I mean, it's, it's, it's built to be 22 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They are, they are, you know, 22 minutes long. Um, which is a little bit better, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll check it out. I've, I've, I'm still watching Lucifer now. I just finished season two seasons, and my and my son's watching it also. But he's he's ahead of me. He's on season four right now, and he told me he's like he's like man. He's like season four is tough to get through. He's like it's only ten episodes, but man, it's tough. I was like really, it's that bad? He goes, it's not that it's bad per se, but just like. You've seen it all and you know exactly what's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, and it's kind of funny where you can tell as far as the number of seasons go, how well it did on network. Because I think overall, so going back to Big Bang Theory for a second, overall, I think Big Bang Theory probably has like 23 episodes every season, I believe. 23, 26, somewhere around there. It doesn't fluctuate that much, I believe. Where Lucifer, so it started off season one was 10 episodes. So they were that network is probably like, we'll give you guys a shot. We think it might work out. 
you know, it's 10 episodes. And then the second season was, I think, uh, say, oh, 16 episodes, actually. 16 or 18. So for less, uh, sort of less than one. Season one did pretty good. All right. And they said, okay, we'll give you more. And then season two must have done really good because season three is 26 episodes. Oh. Yeah. And, but then it goes back down to like 10 episodes and, and then 12 episodes and 14 episodes, something like that. So Big Bang Theory just did the math. Uh, okay. They had 12 seasons. God damn. 279 episodes. Holy shit. Which averages out to 23 and a quarter episode yeah. per, per season. Um, now, yeah. you have to remember at one point, I think in the run of both of these shows, they mm-hmm. had like a... a Hollywood writer strike. So a lot of shows, yeah. a lot of seasons got cut a little short. I don't know exactly the time frame. It's more speculation. If you're saying that uh Lucifer Lucifer also got shit canned, uh, I think on NBC, and then they it got revived on Netflix a few years ago too. So that might be okay. where you saw mm-hmm. that peak of of uh episodes per season then and then slowly dwindling down. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Ha- having never watched uh, um, Lucifer, I don't have a whole lot of insight on that one. I apologize. Uh, think of basically Law and Order, but one of the characters is the devil. Yeah. I, we, I mean, you yeah. you spilled it. You you laid it out for me before. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll I'll check out Big Bang Theory again. Who knows? One thing that both me and you have checked out and i believe both of us enjoy it because you you mentioned it to me uh and maybe it is going to make us uh uh football fans i don't know oh am i supposed to say yes yes welcome to wrexham that is correct it's a a documentary on the acquisition of the wrexham wales football club by ryan reynolds and rob McElhaney. Mm-hmm. that pronounce that right Yep. And uh uh which is funny, I did not realize until I was watching uh the, the there are two episodes it, it releases weekly. I think it's on FX uh on on regular TV on Thursday nights and then uh, so there are two episodes on Hulu which I've watched one and a half of. I did not know that Ryan Reynolds uh Ryan and Rob R and R. I did not know that they'd never met in person until the acquisition of, of uh, purchasing this football club in in Wales. That's insane. And I'll tell you what, I think this show comes along at the right time and their concept, because what else, what else do you know about English league soccer? Uh, Not much at all besides, you know, and, and, but what you did learn, where'd you learn it? Uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Ted Lasso is a huge uh, boost mm-hmm. of interest for this show because I mean I like Ryan Reynolds and thanks to you I have greater uh, awareness of of Rob McElhaney. I know he's uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but right. more specifically for for my interest and I've watched that. It wasn't for me and, and that's fine, but Mythic Quest I really enjoyed that on on Apple TV. Yes. Uh, so, and they used a Mythic Quest writer or showrunner to help, uh, you know, put put this deal together and be one of the guys on on the front lines there in in uh, Wrexham. It's it's a really charming story about a team that 
has Premier League aspirations, um, but is in the National League or National level, which is basically they they equated it to uh, being like the it's the last full pro division of right. of English soccer, uh, just above semi pro. So it's like think of like one A. Mm-hmm. minor league baseball type of thing, you know, yeah. and the way that they explained it, they're like, you know, yeah. The, and, and we have the benefit of Ted Lasso. So we understand promotion and relegation, but they're saying, yeah, I think if, uh, if the New York Yankees lost 150 games a year uh, or, or in a season, then next season they'd be uh, left playing the Toledo mud hens. And, right. <laughs> and, you know, some, and so there's, you have, and then making mud hen money. You know, not, not yeah. Yankee oh, money. Yeah. So it's all it's all tied into money. But uh, I didn't know anything about Wrexham. It's an industrial town, and it fell on hard times in the eighties, like like many industrial towns did. You know, England and this mm-hmm. side of the pond as well. My mom's family, like you know, her maiden name, and, and that they they are very Welsh. Uh, so oh, okay. um, I don't think I'm gonna see any long lost fourteenth cousin removed or anything on the show. But it's very interesting uh, just to kind of maybe immerse myself a little bit in in, in their culture. And, uh, they're very quick to say that Wrexham has a good sized population, but they have a good size unemployment. So it's not like it's the best part of Wales, you know? right? Um, but like, if I went to Wales, I don't don't know if I'd necessarily go to Wrexham. I think they were some of the locals are saying like, "Don't come to Wrexham." <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the show's just. It is. I think I don't know if it was Ryan or Rob, but they said this is an underdog story, you mm-hmm. know, and and it's something that I can get behind because who doesn't love an underdog? Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah, I, and I like um, that both both of them seem to have a passion for it. Despite I don't know if they were huge, you know, football, you know, foot fans before, but like I like the when. Um, Rob was watching the game with his with his son, even though like I think they said it was like four o'clock in the morning or something like that. Like it was it's super early because maybe the time difference or whatever. But still, it looked like they were, you know, he was enjoying like he was really getting into it. Like it wasn't just I don't think they're doing this just for the money, although obviously they want to make money. For, it's a it's a business. But and, and I think more importantly, they're not just doing this for publicity. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Know? And, yeah. And it was. Yeah. They had to be. They had to be voted and approved by like the the fans, which is like mm-hmm. the shareholders, kind of like the uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, which right. is a, a fan owned um, uh, organization. Uh, so they had to be approved on. And and when you hear in these numbers, ninety uh, something percent, like ninety four percent of people who could vote voted. Maybe it was seventy. I mean, it was a huge turnout. Yeah. If you think about voter turnouts here in like the states, that for there I say shit that matters. Um, mm-hmm. We don't get. Uh, you know, we'd be lucky to scratch 30%, I think, sometimes. Right. Uh, but, you know, maybe it was 70-some percent. Whatever it was, there was a high, and they had to have 75% approval, and they were like 94.8%, 94.6%, yeah. something like that, of, of yeah, let, let's go. Um, and and I love uh, Rob's approach. I think he said in, in that first episode, he was talking about, like, he's like, well, you know, I, I really wanted to do something. I really wanted to help, but I have TV money. He's like, so they start talking about, so I needed somebody with movie star money and, and, right. and it showed a, a Ryan Reynolds film that's not 
Deadpool. He's like, I need somebody with superhero movie money. And yep, then yep. Show He's like, I needed someone, someone with uh, 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 alcohol magnate, you know, money right, really. uh, and, and uh, um, wireless technology money because yeah. of the mint mobile. And then there was another one like uh, crypto security or something like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you get to realize that like Ryan Reynolds has his hands on a lot of things. You know? mm-hmm. And, and the more, like I've always been a fan. I've always liked Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know, well before Deadpool, well before uh, Green Lantern. I mean, like going back to Van Wilder, going back oh, yeah. to um, a guy, a girl in a pizza place. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so I've always I've always appreciated him. But you realize that, like, I feel like the dude is an all around humanitarian, you know, like and he's he's using his his funds. They're trying to they said this right. It was one of the last things that I, I caught before I had to shut her down and, and go on with my day, but they winning would be nice elevating, you know, being promoted back into, you know, like the, uh, the premier league or, you know, something like that, but they, they're serious about helping the community. You know, it's, a, oh, it's yeah. an economically depressed community. And, and you see those overhead shots. The only nice thing in Wrexham appears to be that football stadium. And they yeah. said it's the oldest active stadium in, in Europe or something like that. So, yeah, I, you know, once I, 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 I watched the first two episodes and then I was like, I wonder if there's a way to watch a game like, you know, there's this, you know, Hulu Live or something like that. So I tried to look it up. I don't think there's a way to watch it here <laughs> at all. Peacock like, will have Premier League soccer. Well, but we're a few levels away. Yeah. From yeah. League and, and you know they do a good job of explaining what that means and what the, what the tiers mean. So I, I, they, I like they, they when, when they run. The, well, go ahead. No, I was gonna say they dumbed it down for like a lot of people like me that would not understand it. And and I like how you know they'll say something very British and then they'll have you know like the uh, the British English version what it means or, or, or like the American translation and then the Welsh translation, which is something really ridiculous. Like Welsh, Welsh feels like the Welsh language sounds like it should be part of the Germanic language. If it feels very old school Celtic, um, but, and it's really odd not to, not to cross over with another, my podcast, but watching that while this weekend, my beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers open up their, uh, 2022 football campaign in Ireland of all places. Wow. And then like knowing people who are there and having them post pictures just all around the country. I'm like, well, that's not, you know, making me want to go to Ireland any less Brett. So thank you very much. So it's definitely still on. I don't want to call it the bucket list. Uh, uh, Let me just put it this way. I'll be very, very sad if I don't get to go to Ireland some point in my life. I can understand that. Yeah. So, very green, very beautiful country. Yes, I, I wouldn't mind going. I'd probably be the second place I'd want to visit. Australia's the first. Mike, would you like to go with us to Ireland? Uh, sure, if I ever win the lottery, uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll pay your way. All you got to do is watch the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, by the time uh, they might be, you know, eighteen, nineteen. So, you know, then uh, no problem. Ne- next year, next year, next year, next year. Yeah. Uh, anywho, it'll be an Irish spring. Yes, that's a soap joke, Mike. Yes, yes. 
So right. let's move on to, I believe, probably our last <laughs> topic. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, I've 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 written the ones that I knew about down. I've marked them off. So we both watched a movie available on Netflix now. That movie's called Uncharted. I Greg, I will tell you right now that I liked Uncharted more than I thought I would. I will tell you right now. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastically enjoyable movie. Yes. I, I enjoyed it. It was, I think for me, because since it was a bit of a heist movie and I'm a huge fan of heist movies that I enjoyed it. Also, I have played the Uncharted game as well. I know you have. I don't think I ever finished it because I am horrible at puzzles and I know it. I, I'm stuck on some puzzle that I was just oh. like, yeah, whatever. I move on to something <laughs> else, which they do. Like puzzles are not only a part of the game, but it's also a, part of the movie but i almost wish there would have been more puzzles kind of i could see that Uh, for me it had that heist element it was Mm -hmm. um and and just because uh, this is gonna sound weird uh, but just because how damn good looking everybody was that was in this movie Mm -hmm. i i felt it was a nice little blend of indiana jones yes and red notice oh yeah, yeah yeah ryan reynolds gal gadot uh, mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson felt yeah. like it was a nice little blend of those, and also I felt it stayed pretty true to the game or or games, depending on. Um, and I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how to say this, and and I'm not going to convey it properly because I like the guy, I'm happy for him. I wonder is is Tom Holland being typecast a little too much? Uh, I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to tell because obviously we know him as uh, uh, Spider-Man and now this, and I know he's been in other movies, obviously, but off the top of my head, I can't, I can't think of what they are. So you're like, so probably not. So uh, not yet, not yet. W- one thing I, because uh, it's been a minute since I've, since I've played the game. And I know people weren't necessarily liking Tom Holland as Nathan Drake because of his age. And also because people have been wanting Nathan Fillion to be Nathan Drake for the last 20 years now. But fun uh, trivia. Did you notice the guy who voices Mm -hmm. and is the model of Nathan Drake in the in the games had a brief cameo in the movie? Yes, yes, that in the, the beach scene, and then it makes you wonder. It's like, why the hell couldn't that guy played it? Right, yeah. Well, it, because it's not well known. That's why, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he is. Hey, what's his name? Give me a minute. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you you see, you know, Bobby Smith up on the poster. You go who, and move on. You you see Tom Holland. You go oh Spider Man. I know who that is. You know. Yeah, so if you have to look up his name, then he's he's not well known. Nolan North. Yeah, exactly. Nolan, you see, if, look. First of all, if you told me, if you said, uh, "I saw a movie by Nolan North," I would honestly think that was um, uh, the type of show that we can't discuss on here. No. Oh. <laughs> That's what I would think. That's what his name sounds like. So uh, this is important. He's 51. Tom Holland is? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. 
Uh, so he was Nathan Drake in Uncharted. He was also Desmond Miles in the Assassin's Creed series. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he was in uh, the Prince. He was the Prince in Prince of Persia from 2008. Uh, he was Bat. Or, I'm sorry, he was Penguin in the Batman Arkham franchise. Like he's done. He's oh, uh, no, done a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I was saying. People obviously want Nathan Fillion. Okay, we got Tom Holland because we're doing a, a younger Nathan Drake, and then obviously a younger Sully as as well. Now, I maybe you you can tell me this, or somebody in the comments maybe can. But I, in the game, I didn't see Sully as that much of a I'll say kind of ruthless type of not really ruthless, but like I'm out I'm out for myself, and that's it. And if if I, if I have to uh, put you in danger to save myself, I'm going to do it type of character. I, he w- I think he was definitely in the games more supportive. Yeah. Uh, more, you know, more of a team player type. Right. And maybe he will be going forward because they definitely exactly. lay out uh, a sequel idea. Uh, but I, I, it almost makes me wonder if in that first, the first job, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that was also too, it, it almost made it feel like dirty, right? Like, cause it was a job, you know, it was got to right, get right. the gold. Whereas Nathan Drake, I always, I always found, I always thought maybe incorrectly, but I always thought the character Nathan Drake in the, in the video games was more of an adventure, more, more of that yes. Indiana Jones type of, or, or, uh, 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 I, Nick Cage from, uh, uh, Benjamin Gates, uh, yeah. from, from treasure. treasure. I'm not a treasure. I'm a treasure protector. <laughs> good, good, good impression. I, I didn't think that was bad. Thank you. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, you know, I so I don't know if maybe I'd have to rewatch it. I didn't necessarily see um, Nathan Drake doing it as, as a job. I, I felt him doing it more of like this is something my my brother would have wanted me to do. It's like their their big plan, you know. Yeah. Now it was definitely a job for for Sully, right? You know that was just a, a, a simple job, and yeah, like it's you're you're right in the and hopefully they have a sequel to it, and in the sequel he's probably going to be because it's going to be closer to the game, I believe, so it'd probably be more supportive. Yeah, and he's got he's got the stash now. I also thought they did a good job of. Uh, I thought Tom Holland did well. Mm-hmm. I thought the guy the actor they picked as his brother. Uh, looked very similar to the Sam from the video games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the, here's my only gripe about Tom Holland. I wish that guy He's would too actually, gosh darn handsome. No, I wish he would actually like work out. Like, my God, you're <laughs> going to be shirtless. Why don't you do some push-ups or something? Jesus. Yeah. More like Mike. Yeah. Have the I, Mike Luther body, Tom Holland. You'll get all the roles and all the ladies. That's what all the movie stars want. The dad bod. I heard that it was in. I don't believe it. Well, you know, uh, see, go to your wife and go, hey, baby, what you think about this? And then just show her, you know, show her the, the, the goods. Do the I know? I, I feel like I feel like you have to say, well, what do you think about this dad bod? <laughs> Yeah, so let me know what she what she says. Although I feel like, and and again, I say this disclaimer: I'm not out to 
you know, make fun of anybody, but I feel like I have like the decrepit granddad bod some days. <laughs> Maybe that's the next step. That's that's going to be the new thing, you know? I mean, eventually her looks are going to start to fade, Drew, right? Maybe. I mean, Probably have they not. yet? No. See, exactly. No. I oh, I I don't know if you noticed. I got a, a boo-boo on my elbow. What'd you do? And uh, a little hospital uh, wrist marker. I'm 40, so I had to go get blood drawn. Is that a thing you're supposed to do when you're 40? Yeah, Mike. Yearly for like cholesterol and lipids and triglycerides and things like that. Why? Mike, when's the last time you went to the doctor? Probably. If you, I swear I to God, was... if, if you say when, when I was in the army. No, probably was. Yeah. Mike. No. We all care about you. And you never know. I mean, it, it's good. Go go for a checkup. Do some preventative maintenance. You're you're worth more than your car, Mike. We need <laughs> to make sure no, you're around. I, I don't know about that, to be honest with you. <laughs> you appreciate the value, and we appreciate you. So go get a go get a checkup. Tell so you you let what did you get your results back yet? It's like um, immediate. Oh, I don't even I don't know how it works. Let me let me, let me check my patient portal. Okay. So as long as everything's okay with you, then everything's going to be okay with me. I mean, you say that. Mm-hmm. Or I guess, yeah, because I'm in worse shape than you. I don't know about that necessarily, actually, I mean, but worse we're just in different conditions. shapes. Yeah. What do we got here? Okay. Uh, I don't know what any of this means. Okay. I'm just, I don't know. I would just look for like if there was like a big red something. Warning, warning. Ooh, view results. Here we go. Okay. Cholesterol is on the high end of the standard range. Still standard. You're in the standard range. You're fine. Standard range is 30 to 199, and my cholesterol is okay. 197. Okay. You're still in the range. Triglycerides are 90. And the standard range is is less than or equal to 149. You're good. Uh, HDL. I don't know what that means. My uh, mine is 50, and the standard range is greater than or equal to 40. So, okay. Oh, oh, this one's trouble. LDL calculated. I don't know what that means. My wife, who's in the medical field, she's going to have to uh, sit down and explain all this to me tonight. My value was 129, and standard range is less than or equal to 129. Okay. So I'm, I'm right on the edge. Right there. You're good. My non uh, cholesterol, my non HDL cholesterol is uh, 147, and the standard range it doesn't give a standard range, so I don't think that's standard. I don't know what that means. Um, and then my cholesterol to HDL ratio is four. I don't know what that means either. Well, it means it's four. So I'm going to have to get these interpreted by an expert. (laughs) Okay. And then I'll come back next week and find out how close I am to death. No, you're all, you're, you're in range. You're good. If I'm closer than 10% to death, meaning 90% alive, 10%, Mm -hmm. I need you to go to the doctor. Yeah. That costs money. So. My, Mike, my, this, is, this is how I... You know what else costs money, Mike? A funeral, okay? Not for me, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, it's for the rest of y'all. 
Um, yeah, I, I determine my health by can't when, when I go up the stairs, how often do I have to pause to catch my breath? And if it's only once, then we're good. You know, if it's zero times, I'm a freaking superhero. I, I go on and fight crime afterwards. I don't have to. Do you have to ever pause? The, no, no, I don't, I, really don't. I don't have to pause. But when I get to the top or the bottom, I got my knee barking at me. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm old I, and my joints ain't good. And That's that's probably going to be my biggest thing. Getting even older is going to be. I can tell you right now, I'm going to have back problems, knee problems, shoulder problems. So what you're saying is you're in the category of future lower back problems. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've already had lower back problems. So, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be somebody out there who gets that joke, and I'm going to be so happy. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Mike, do we have anything else to discuss, or can I go uh, throw some pork steaks on the grill? Ooh, that sounds good. Put one on for me. Oh, you bring it over here. I'll put it on. You can eat okay, with us. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. I'll I'm, have the fire. I'd say you will. Unfortunately, I think we're we're going to do tacos tonight or tacos. Oh, so tacos? Yeah, tacos, which I, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to start making them. Next time you're in town, we need to get together. find a new spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A new spot to eat and drink. Oh, perfect. So well, you let me know when to swing on by and I'll swing on by and we'll do a little podcast maybe. Hey. hey. All right, we apologize. That was really uh, out of character for both of us, folks. Uh, But we appreciate all of you tuning in and joining us for this uh, brand new and exciting. Hey, think about this, folks. In the last week, you've got now three episodes. Three. It's just because it's just because we love you all so dang much. And Mm -hmm. Mike's got. I've got surprises for Mike. I haven't or surprises for you, folks. I haven't even filled Mike in on yet. So, Mike, after we're done here, don't go anywhere. But. If I'm going to get out of the show without it cutting us off, I got it. We got to do it. So follow us on all the uh, major platforms of social media and and subscribe to the podcast on whichever one is your favorite. And uh, for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko. This is Nerds United from the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network reminding you to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.